Is life feeling chaotic? I get it. I'm Rachel Wojo, host of the Untangling Life podcast. Don't miss the passionate encouragement and faith-based resources you need to help you clear your head and calm your heart. As Shell says, it feels like Rachel always knows what I need to hear. She keeps it real and is so humble. Her podcast is just the cherry on top. Enjoy Untangling Life with Rachel Wojo on lifeaudio.com or your favorite podcast app now. Welcome to Abide's Kids Bedtime Stories. I'm Tyler Boss. Today's story is brought to you by our partners at Life Audio. If you go to lifeaudio.com, you will find dozens of other faith-centered podcasts in their network. They've got shows about prayer, Bible study, parenting, and more. Head over to lifeaudio.com now. Remember, you can have full access to all our meditations commercial-free. Just text ABIDE to 22433 for 25% off. All right, it's time to settle into bed and drift off to sleep with this bedtime story. Well, howdy, partner. It's so good to have you here beside my campfire. It's been a long day, and it's about time for getting some some shut-eye. I'll be turning in soon myself, but, uh, well, I have time for us to talk a bit, or, or, or to chin-wag, as some folks say. I always enjoy company while I'm winding down. I get to tell you all about what I learned from the day. And today was one of those days. (laughs) I had a reminder that I need every now and then. Nothing hard, just something I need a reminder of every now and then. And let, let me just settle in here and say a prayer and I'll tell you all about it. You, you, you go ahead and get comfortable, too. I'm just going to kick back here. Now, my good buddy Winston, the Australian sheepdog, sleeping over yonder. I like talking to him, but, well, he doesn't hold up his end of the conversation if you, if you take my meaning. All right, now I'm comfortable. Time for a prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you for for bringing us to this part of the day safely. Thanks for loving us, too. Thanks for for being good to us and making good on every promise you ever made. We thank you that we can trust what you have to say and that you really do have a a plan for us now be with my friend here give him a good night of rest give him that peace that passes understanding in Jesus name Amen so today was a day I was driving cattle across the state, and, and, and I spent a lot of time in the saddle. That's not so bad. That's 
That's what us cowboys do. I love my job, even though it can be hard work. But hard work's good for a fella. But then today, I, I got a, I got a phone call from my grandson. His name is Zane. He's a fun little yonker. I love teaching him things about being a cowboy. He's five years old, and he can rope a log better than a lot of grown-ups I know. Well, I, I done told him that I'd get together with him this weekend and teach him how to how to lasso a moving target. Not 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 a real animal now. He he could get hurt doing that. No, I, I have a a special target we use for learning and, and practicing. It moves around in a in a circle, and he won't pull a, a little feather off his feet if he catches it. Well, anyway, like I said, I told him that I'd be home this weekend to, to show him how to do it. Well, unfortunately, the fella I'm doing this here job for was a bit off in his count. It's going to take a couple of extra days to bring his herd into his ranch. I won't be home until Monday. Uh, Zane was pretty disappointed. I understand that. I'd given him my word that we'd be together. Well, you, you, you know. But it made me think about God and the promises he made to us in his word. Now, the difference between me and God, well, one of the many differences, by the way, is that God keeps all his promises. He's always in control, and, and, and he knows how he can make and fulfill promises. There's a word for that. It's veracity. As a $10 word, it just means he can keep his promises. And God does keep his promises. In fact, there's a verse in 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 20. It says, For all the promises of God find their yes in him. That is why it is through him that we utter our amen to God for his glory. Now, now what the Apostle Paul, the, the fella that, that wrote that, was saying is that what God says is going to happen just because God said it. Everything he says is trustworthy and true. Yeah, well, you'd expect that from a God who knows everything and is all-powerful and, and makes everything work the way it's supposed to. What, what I'm saying is, our God is pretty amazing. Now, I know I'm not the only person who's made promises I can't keep. Now, I, I don't do that on purpose. Maybe you have, or maybe you, you, your mom or dad have. Well, these things happen because, well, we can't control things the way God can. Now, if you look through the Bible, 
you'll see a whole bunch of places where God made promises to people. Sometimes they're called covenants, and sometimes they're called prophecy. But they're all promises. In fact, we can go all the way back to the beginning, back to the book of Genesis, to see God making promises to Adam and Eve. Hey, you, you probably remember that, uh, that Adam and Eve, well, they disobeyed God and made things difficult for us ever since. Uh, because of sin, all of the bad things entered the world. But God promised them and us that he would send someone to deliver us, someone who would pay the price for our sins. Well, that's a mighty big deal in my book. I mean, I, I try to be a good man, but I'm definitely not perfect. Even grown-ups like me make mistakes and, and, and need God to forgive us. Well, Jesus was the one who made that possible. In the Bible, it talks pretty early on about Jesus coming. And then it happened. I mean, it took a good long time, over 3,000 years, but, but it happened. Because God promised it would. There were lots of other promises that God made to, to various people, and he always kept them. You, you remember a, a fella named Noah? He's the one that built the big old ark or, or boat. That, that was the only thing that saved people and animals when the flood came. God used rain and water to cleanse the whole earth. And then he used Noah and his family to restart the human race. And all those critters he had in the ark, well, they're the ancestors of all the animals we got today. And then God made a promise to Noah and his family. He, he said in, in Genesis 9, he said, I establish my covenant with you that never again shall all flesh be cut off by the waters of the flood, and never again shall there be a flood to destroy the earth. And then God said, said, This is the sign of the covenant that I make between me and you and every living creature that is with you for all future generations. I have set my bow in the cloud, and it shall be a sign of the covenant between me and the earth. Did, 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 did you catch that? He said, first of all, he'd never again use a flood to clean up the earth from all its, its sinfulness. And then to remind us, he gave us a sign, a rainbow. Well, that's what a rainbow means. It's a, it's a symbol of God's promise to us. I think that's just, that's swell. Every time I see a rainbow, I am reminded of God and his promises to us. You know, another fellow God spoke to a lot was a man by the name of Abram. 
And later on, God changed his name to Abraham, and, and God used him to start a great nation. In fact, God gave Abraham a promise. He also called a covenant that his descendants would be as numerous as the stars in the sky and the grains of sand on the beach. Now, I don't, I don't know if you've ever, ever tried to count the grains of sand, even one handful. But, well, there's a lot. There's so much sand on the beach, I, I don't even know if we got numbers that go that high. But God made a promise to Abraham. God didn't tell him how he was going to make it happen. He just made Abraham that promise. The, the, the funny thing is, Abraham and his wife Sarah, well, they were pretty old when God made that promise. Uh, they were old enough to be grandparents, but they didn't have any children at all. Uh, God promised them a lot of descendants, but they had no kids of their own. <laughs> I bet they had no idea how God was going to do that. But they obeyed, and sure enough, Abraham and Sarah had a boy named Isaac. And that was the first part of God's covenant becoming reality. Well, next, Isaac's wife had two children, Jacob and Esau. And then the family split up a bit. But Jacob went on, and he had 12 boys. Yeah, you heard that. Twelve boys. Uh, those twelve boys became the, the leaders of twelve tribes in the family. And then they became a, a nation. And then God changed Jacob's name to, to Israel. The children of Israel are the Hebrews or the, or the Jews. And in important group of people we have with us to this very day. Now that's God keeping his promise in a way that only he can. Abraham couldn't take credit. Isaac couldn't take credit. E even Jacob with his 12 boys couldn't take credit. God made that all to happen as only he could. There's, a, there's an interesting thing about that promise God made to Abraham. See, back in those days, a covenant was sealed with a sacrifice. Uh, that, that was kind of their version of a, of a handshake or, or signing on the dotted line. And then they would walk between the sacrifice. That's how it worked. Well... God made Abraham fall into a deep sleep, and God walked that path alone. Basically, God was saying, look, Abe, you're a fella like every other fella. And if I expect you to fulfill your end of the deal, <laughs> it won't happen. But I'm God. I know what I'm doing, and you just can't control things the way I can. So I will take responsibility for this. This is my promise to you. And of course, God was right.
Abraham and his descendants were, were often disobedient, but God still remembered his promises to them. You, 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 remember, you remember that that first verse I told you? For all the promises of God find their yes in him. And that is why through him that we utter our amen to God for his glory. Now, some of my favorite promises from God concern Jesus coming that first time around. They say that when Jesus came, he fulfilled around 300 prophecies. Yeah, those things don't happen just by accident. That's God doing his amazing work. But only God can say something is, is going to happen in 400 years, and then 400 years later, it happens. Listen, listen to these two verses from, from Isaiah 35, verses 5 and 6. It says, Then the eyes of the blind shall be opened, and the, the ears of the deaf unstopped. Then shall the lame man leap like a deer, and the tongue of the mute sing for joy, for waters break forth in the wilderness and streams in the desert. The eyes of the blind shall be opened. Huh. Does that remind you of a story where Jesus healed a blind man? You see, this fellow, well, he'd been blind since he was born. And, and, and he was begging for money just to, just to get by. Now, the disciples asked Jesus who had sinned that the man was born blind. Was, was it this man or, or was it his parents? And Jesus tells his followers that it was neither one. The man was born blind so that the works of God could be displayed in him. And then Jesus, he spit on the ground and he made some mud which he proceeded to, to rub on the blind man's eyes. And then Jesus told him to go wash in a specific pool. Well, that there fellow went, and he washed, and wouldn't you know it, he came back able to see the eyes of the blind were opened, just like it said would happen in Isaiah. Isaiah also said that, that the lame man would leap like a deer. <laughs> now, that ain't something likely to happen very often either. Lame people don't do a whole lot of jumping. Now, sometimes a cow might come up lame. We have to take him out of the herd. But but, but just because some, somebody is lame or has some other physical problem, well, that doesn't mean Jesus doesn't care about him. In fact, he healed a whole bunch of people of their ailments. One fellow, well, he'd been sick for 38 years. He, he couldn't stand up on his own two legs by himself. 
Well, one fine Sabbath day, Jesus comes by and asks him if he wants to be healed. The man tells him, well, that he does. And Jesus says seven words that changed that man's life forever. Seven words. Jesus said, Arise, take up your bed and walk. Apparently, that man was ready to go. Because you know what he did? He picked up his bed and he began to walk. Just like that. Jesus spoke and the man could walk. Ah, I think that's mighty cool. Right there. Whew. Now the lame man would leap like a deer. Uh, the Bible doesn't say that the man jumped around like a deer, but I reckon he was pretty excited. I mean, I know if I'd been stuck in a bed for 38 years and, and, and Jesus healed me, I'd want to jump around. I'd show everybody I know how much better I was doing. And, and that's just what the lame man did, because cause it, it was a Sabbath now. And nobody was supposed to do any work on the Sabbath. Well, it caused all kind of trouble for this fella and, and for Jesus. That, that, that's, that's, that's another story. The, the point is, lots of people heard about it. You, you, you might remember there, there was another fella named John the Baptist. Now, he was in prison at this point, and he heard about the healings and the miracles Jesus had done. I'm sure he wasn't real happy about his own situation sitting in a dungeon and all, but but he was committed to trusting and obeying God. And he knew all about what Isaiah had written, about, about the, the eyes of the blind being open and, and the lame folks jumping like deer. Well, we can read about what he did in Matthew chapter 11. It says, uh, says Now, when John heard in prison about the deeds of the Christ, he sent word by his disciples and said to him, Are you the one who is to come, or shall we look for another? And Jesus answered him, Go and tell John what you hear and see. The blind receive their sight, and the lame walk. The lepers are cleansed, and the deaf hear. And the dead are raised up, and the poor have good news preached to them. And blessed is the one who is not offended by me. Did, did, did you catch that? He didn't quote Isaiah exactly, but, but he mentioned the same things that were prophesied. The blind received their sight, and the, and the lame walked. Uh, Jesus was telling those guys to go tell John, Yes, I am the Messiah. These miracles prove it. Well, that's one of the ways we can know that Jesus is the Redeemer that God promised. Doesn't it make you feel good to know that God keeps His promises? Remember it says, for all the promises of God find their yes in Him. 
And that is why it is through him that we utter our amen to God for his glory. Yeah, God can say yes to all his promises because he is all-powerful, all-knowing, and is in control of everything. God knows when it's going to rain on the plain and when it's going to snow in the mountains. He knows when kingdoms are going to rise up and when they're going to fall down. He knows when we need them. And he waits for us to talk to him. Hey, he, he, he never promises us to make us rich or give us all the toys we want. And that's okay. He promises that we get to spend eternity with him. I'll take that over any toy, any day. Well, let's pray now. Heavenly Father, you are amazing, all-powerful, all-knowing, and completely trustworthy. I thank you that we can talk to you and that you love us. I thank you that we can take every promise you make to the bank because you never lie. You never promise anything that you can't do because there's nothing you can't do. You are so good to us, and I I appreciate that. Please be with my partner here. Now give him a good night's sleep. Bless him with, with rest. Take away all the thoughts of the day that make him not sleep. And, and give him the peace that passes understanding. We love you, Lord, and we thank you. I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Listen, my friend, don't you even worry about me and my grandson Zane. (laughs) I already got it worked out, and everything is good. Now, it's time for me to go to sleep. Why don't you come back sometime, and uh, we'll talk some more. I'll, I'll let you get your shut eye now. If if you if you still have your eyes open, go 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 ahead and, and close them, and let yourself fall asleep. Now you won't miss anything. We all need sleep. Good night, partner. God bless you. And remember, you are welcome at my fire. Anytime.